Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. I'm Christine, your host. We are so glad you are here and our hope is that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We have special guest Zachariah Abraham, founding pastor of the fellowship here in Chennai, bringing God's word to us. Many years back, we were traveling from Delhi to a place called Jim Corbett. Now Jim Corbett is a wildlife sanctuary and it is just below the Himalayan mountain. We were traveling from Delhi and as we were traveling down, we were we were going through the state of Uttar Pradesh. Then we were traveling down to a state of Uttarakhand and all of a sudden we found a huge river and that Kosi river, the bridge over that was quite long. We, we traveled over the bridge and as we came down to the bridge, suddenly we found the terrain of the place was very different. The vegetation of the place was very different. There were so many birds. And as we moved down through that road again, we found deer moving down through the roads up and down. I was so surprised. One river, the other side of the river had a different terrain. And this side of the river, it was very, very different. And then I was so surprised to see the, the difference of the two vegetation. Isn't this so wonderful? I remembered a passage from the Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Now Paul writes, this means, Paul is illustrating many things and the end he's concluding with this final verse. He's bringing the whole uh, uh, passage into one capsule form and he writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He writes, this means, that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. Paul clearly explains it that there is something behind and then there is something now and then there is something ahead of us. I have been, I had the privilege of uh, knowing Christ at a very young age. And then when I grew up, over a period of time, I, I lived uh, in the church. I lived among the believers. But then this verse hit me hard. Many times I wondered in, during the time of retrospection and reevaluating myself, how much of the old I still carry. When you go into the Jim Corbett, the old vegetation is no more. There is altogether a new space, a new vegetation. I would sit down and think how much of the old self I still carry, thinking that a new life has begun. And that changed me. This verse was the fulcrum in my life. And when I look at the Bible, the cross is the centerpiece of our life. 
Christ came to save us. And when Christ Jesus came to save us, 2 Corinthians chapter 5.17 becomes the fulcrum, the pivotal point for our Christian walk. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. I'll stay in a place called uh, uh, Mogaper and one side of the road goes to Red Hills and then it leads to Andhra Pradesh. The other side of the road goes down to all the way to Pondicherry. Now many a times we are actually traveling down to Andhra Pradesh thinking that we are going to Pondicherry. That's how life is. We think that a new life has begun and we are moving in that new life, still carrying the old life with us. Judges chapter 13, we read about a man called Samson. Now it starts where God was waiting for the Israelites to grow in him. Now God wants to deliver the Israelites from the Palestinians. And then the angel of the Lord appears to Samson's mother and then she, the angel gives instructions to her saying that he is dedicated from birth. And then he says, the Lord will rescue Israelites from Palestinians through the hands of Samson. God gave him enough strength to tear open a lion. But when it comes to the chapter 16, now we read, read that Samson, who was living in a town called Zorah, walks to the valley of Sorak to be with a prostitute. Now, it was very interesting for me to see Zorak and the valley of Zorak and Zorah, where Samson was living, would be around 12 kilometers. Now, when I calculated, 12 kilometers is approximately 45,000 to 50,000 steps. Samson walked 50,000 steps towards the sin. Samson knew very well that he should not be going to Philistine. Samson knew very well that he should not be sleeping with a prostitute. But he took 45,000 steps or 50,000 steps forward towards that sin. When I read that story, that hit me hard. The story doesn't end there. Now, after walking 50,000 steps, that 12 kilometers forward, Samson decided to stay with Delilah. Now, Delilah enticed him three times. On the first time, he asked, how you have so much of strength? From where did you get this strength? And Samson deceives her, saying that you tie my hairs with a bowstring and then I will lose my strength. Delilah calls the Philistine men along, alongside and Delilah shouts, saying, Philistine people have come to attack you. But Samson gets up with all his strengths back. Now Samson knows that Delilah is trying to entice him. Samson chooses to stay with Delilah again. Now comes the second time 
Delilah keeps asking him, Now tell me the story behind from where your strengths have come. Now Samson says, It is from, uh, you need to tie my hair with brand new ropes. Again, she calls the Philistine people. And again, uh, she was deceived. Then Samson tells again that weave my hair with fabric. Again, she calls up the Philistine men and again she is deceived. Samson comes to a point in Judges chapter 16, verse 16. The Bible writes, Delilah tormented him with her nagging until he was sick to death. Then finally, Samson could not bear it and told her the truth. Samson made a choice to walk 50,000 steps towards the sin. Samson made a choice to be with Dalela and then be, be a victim to her enticement three times. And on the fourth time, Judges 16.16 16 says, he was tormented until he was sick to death. Isn't that a journey that Samson took himself? And we know, all know the story. At the end, Samson told the truth. They cut off his hairs. He, and then the Lord departed from him. He lost his strength. He was blinded and he was killed. A man who was raised up by God, who was birthed by God to save the Israelites from Palestinians, died in the hands of Philistines with his full knowledge. Friends, isn't this what our old life does to us? We choose. We know many times we are lying, but we choose to lie. We know anger is there so much in us, but we choose to be in anger mode. We know that sin. We learn to live with that sin joyfully. And that's what happened to Samson. We also live a life of Samson many a times. And that's how we miss the new life. So, when 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Paul writes, The old life is gone and the new life has begun. So, there are two, two things that happens. The old life fades away. The old life has to go for the new life to begin. But we try to carry the old life along with us in our thinking that our new life has begun. But both cannot go together. I would wonder many a times, how can this whole transition takes place? John chapter 1 verse 12 to 13 the Bible clearly tells us, but to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become the children of God. They are reborn, not with physical birth, resulting from human passion or pain, but a birth that comes from God. 
Now, this is the Kosi River that I was talking to you all about. Now, the moment when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, to all who believed Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become their children of God. They are born, they are reborn now, not with physical birth or a human passion, but a birth that comes from God. So the moment you and me receive and accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are reborn. And now this birth does not take place from a human. It takes place from God. There are many stories that are told about the relationship between a mother and a child. A mother cannot forget the child. I was seeing a Discovery Channel many years back. And in the Discovery Channel, uh, to catch uh, a particular animal, they get the calf or the kid of that particular animal and leave it in that forest. The mother can hear the cry of the child and smell it nearby. And thereby, the mother reaches the kid. That's the love of mother. And so it's in, in, uh, in the, among the humans. Because a mother and a child is inseparable. Now imagine God giving birth to us. And the moment when God gives birth to us, we become God's children. And that is why the Bible says it is reborn. And that is heavy on our life. We are now God's children. It's in John chapter 18, verse 41, there is a passage, there is an interaction between Jesus and the Pharisees. And Jesus says, tells them that you cannot understand me because your father is different. And verse 41 begins saying that you are imitating your father. How true. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we imitate now our true father. Our true father's nature comes into our life. Now, the moment when we are reborn, the moment when our father changes. In our old life, we had a different father. In our new life, we have God as our father. And now when our life, father changes, we learn to imitate him. The transition from the old life to the new life is a journey. I, I was working in an uh, earth-moving equipment company. We used to manufacture these heavy machines for uh, moving earth. The factory was in a, in a distance location. And many times when we, I was a salesman then and in my early years of my life, and many times when we sit with customers, the delivery time was a key issue. So to match up with the delivery schedule, we would say to the customer that, uh, yes, we can give you immediately within a week, knowing very well that the machine would not come within a month. I would bluntly lie to my customers then 
because everybody in that company would lie lying was a norm and i would think that i am doing a favor to the company by lying by getting that order and that's a part of my job and that would that was so ingrained with me over a period of time i could i could lie to any of the customers so easily and win the order and then deliver them but then uh, uh, over a period of time uh, i knew how to get how to manipulate with the customers uh, the machines would not be ready i would tell them that the trailer is on the way this went on for some time but one evening when i was sitting i was meditating from the word and i was thinking about the old life new life holy spirit prompted me about the habit of lying and it so happened that on that same day i had given a false promise to one of my customer i felt so sad i felt devastated within me i asked the lord for forgiveness and the next day morning i went to my office i called up the customer and i told him that the information that i had given to you was false there was so much of fear that i would lose my job there was so much of fear that the customer would take action on me nothing happened only one thing happened god out of his mercy delivered me to speak the truth from then on friends i have been working for the last 20 25 years the whole fear of losing something and telling a lie was never there today i speak the truth and the god delivered me this is a simple example of moving from an old life to new life still god is at work and we need to go deep into our life to understand what is the old life that i'm carrying and ask god to bring in the new newness into our life second corinthians chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 says it is god who enables us along with you to stand firm for christ he has commissioned us he has identified us as his own by placing the holy spirit in our hearts as the first installment so the moment we receive jesus christ in our life my father changes i learn to imitate the lord the first thing happens is i am reborn there is a rebirth there is a reborn that happens in my in our life and the second my father changes i now imitate my father and when both these things happen the new life is begun and now let me take you back to second corinthians when it says this means that anyone who belongs to christ now how do i belong to christ i belong to christ when i am born reborn and when my father changes and then i become a new person and then god enables us to stand firm for christ to stand firm for his ways many a times i i used to think 
that I will die with some of my sins, some of my old ways, because they were so hard, they were so deep-rooted in me. And I would tell myself that maybe I'll be buried with that sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 21-22 gave me a light and it says the God enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. The Bible says enables. The word enable means you need not do it. God will help you. There was a scientific study that was done on people who were blind. And then, over a period of time, artificial intelligence has come in that when you wear the particular gadget, the blind man will be continually enabled to walk through the busy street. The man is blind. He cannot see anything. But here is a gadget that enables him as equivalent as somebody who can see. And that is what the word enable means. Now, here is a God who is our father. Here is a God who has birthed us. And now he is enabling us to move from that old self to new self. What is stopping us? When God begins to enable us, he has commissioned us. Now the Bible writes very powerful words. First he enables, then he commissioned us. The uh, there is a generator in our apartment. For a while, the generator was standing still. I, I kept asking the people around, why, why you are not using the generator? And they would say, it has not been commissioned. An engineer from that company came and he checked the complete generator. He poured the engine oils and all the other grease and other required things. He checked it up thoroughly and then he commissioned it. Normally when we buy a vehicle, there is something called a post-delivery inspection. That is a commissioning. The word commissioning means that particular equipment or that particular thing is ready to function as normal to its capacity. You and me are commissioned to live in our new life. And how is that commissioning that God has done? God has done that commissioning by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment. So the moment we are born again, the moment we are uh, our father changes, God gives that Holy Spirit into our life as the first installment. I remember this wonderful thing always in my life. My dear father, my father, wanted to teach me about savings. Early in my life, I was not good in my savings habit. My father wanted me to learn the habit of saving. 
you know what my father did my father went and bought a chitti kerala state financial enterprise one chitti and what did he do he paid for the first installment and he said this is the chitti from now onwards the next 60 months you start paying it he gave me the first installment now i'll have to make it grow when god gave the holy spirit into our life he gave it as a first installment and now it's our walk with the holy spirit that brings in that newness that new life that god has intended us to grow and that is why paul writes for god who enables us along with you to stand firm god is the one who would enable us to stand firm and only when we stand firm we can walk in that new life second he has commissioned us he has commissioned us so that we are having the capability the capacity of moving transiting from the old life to the new life and the third one what god has done is by placing the holy spirit in our hearts as the first installment now the holy spirit is so active in our life the purpose of the holy spirit in our life is to be a counselor to be a teacher so that we transit from the old life to the new life how wonderful this journey is at the fag end of every year i would just sit down quietly and uh, uh, do a retrospection about myself how i have grown and uh, i would i would always have this doubt that can we live as christ in this world and uh, because i have my own brokenness uh, i'm still struggling with my old life and then there is a new life and then there is a struggle with towards transiting from the old life to the new life and many times it would pain me and i would ask god and that's when second uh, corinthians uh, came uh, the words were so strong where god is enabling us to uh, transit from the old life to new life last year while i was uh, meditating Second Peter chapter one verse three was the powerful verse that gave me complete hope. The Bible says, "By His divine power, God has given everything we need for living a godly life. Everything we need for living a godly life." I had been for to a hiking camp many years back. and uh, we i i it, it was a first time experiences for experience for me and uh, uh, all that we were given was a kit a bag on our shoulder and uh, uh, i did not know the contents of the bag but it was very heavy heavy initially but they said now we'll have to walk we walked we walked and we came to the first settlement and there when we when i opened up the bag it had everything that i needed for the next two days it had water sufficient amount of water 
it had sufficient amount of food it even had medicines if i could have a uh, some ankle sprain or something i could use it and that kit was a holistic kit for the next two days of our journey the bible says by his divine power god has given everything we need for living a godly life we as people who know christ we now have no excuses to live a godly life so there is an old life and there is a new life and god has given by his divine power he has given us everything there's absolutely no excuses for us in between the old life and the new life there is a birth that god has brought into our life the change of father the first installment of the holy spirit and now the divine power that is the fullness of christ and that's living a life that brings meaningful to this world when we read the chapters of acts the initial days the peop- disciples were called as christos christos means little christ when they read the bible they the christ that they read and the people whom they see both reflect the same image and they all call them christos that means little christ isn't that wonderful isn't that the new life that we need to live little christ to this world as you are hearing me pause for a while and ask yourself what is one thing of your old self that you're battling and can you ask god to help you if you have been walking like samson going in that old self for 50000 steps ahead can i just encourage you to take a u turn back come back because you and me are birthed out of christ birthed out of god and god is waiting our father is waiting i would encourage you to take that one one old self in you that you are battling today it could be a anger it could be a habit of pornography or lustful thought or lying or just anything can you just ask god to help you that divine power by which enables us to lead a godly life so that christ would become the center of our life so that you and me would become christos little christ to this world 
and by any chance if you do not know Christ and if you are if you want to know Christ this morning can you just ask god lord i want to lead this new life i want to have you as my father take a moment to accept him as your savior life is much more meaningful and fulfilling when christ is there with us would you just close your eyes and i'll pray for you abba it's so nice to have you in our life who has done this for us no one that you came to this earth you died for us and you gave your life for us and now we are so privileged that we have a rebirth through you and we receive that rebirth from you we receive you as a father abba there are many times in our life we all have walked like samson it was by choice we knew that we are walking in that deadly path of sin but today enable us by your divine power so that we will take a u turn and as we take our u turn we want to be strong stand firm in you lord so that in our journey towards you we want to be little christ to this world around little christ to our children we want to be a little christ in our family we want to be a little christ in our community to our friends to the world around and to many of us lord who would not have experienced you we ask holy spirit that you will give us a deep down longing a heart to seek you to accept you more in our life as we journey from the old life to the new life in jesus name amen if you have not known jesus christ before feel free to talk to us and we would be happy i had this privilege of walking with god and the journey is amazing we would love to sit with you and help you in your walk thank you thanks for listening to this message we hope you were blessed to hear more messages like this make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes if you like what you are hearing consider rating us subscribing 
and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.